you know go on down here with the visit. Una bamba glad java raz glad. If you think one be I read. Hello there. Pardon my friend Joe Booth, for he enjoys gallivanting around randomly dialing people on the phone, no matter. Feast your ears on this recording. Behold. T H A A A A A A A A A A A A T M O T H E R F U C K E R J O D I E B The motherfucker Jody B The motherfucker Jody B The motherfucker Jody B but we mumble rapping now. Call me Lil Yachty Uzi Burton, Ernie. That motherfucker Jody, bitch. Hey, do they got karaoke in Houston? That motherfucker Jody, bitch. That motherfucker Jody, bitch. Hey, hey, better yet. I wonder if anybody in Kentucky or Arkansas ever fucked a sheep with a lambskin condom. Yep, you just pictured that shit. That motherfucker, Joe You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rob. Yay! Yay! Everybody, this your boy B Rob, and I am back with another edition of the Random Ramblers with Rob. <laughs> First and foremost, let me thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week and listening to the show or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first time listener, I'd like to thank you for giving me a try, giving me a chance. Um, whether it be a recommendation or you just did a random search on your podcast uh, catcher of choice, uh, however you stumbled upon me, I appreciate it greatly. If somebody recommended to you, give that person that recommended me to you a high five. So, yeah, man, I'm excited for this episode. Uh, Got my boy, Sir John Lee back on the podcast he got an album coming out here in october october 27th to be exact and it is called he eats with wolves and i'm you know i've been rocking with mr john lee for a better part of a year now a little over a year and um i just dig his music man and um I, I know I can't speak, you know, enough words in my vocabulary, which is very limited to, you know, exp- 
explain how much I enjoy this guy's music. And it's, um, I don't know, it, I guess it's um, a bias or whatever. You know, when you're cool with somebody and, um, you know, they confess that they have a talent or um, a hobby that they're something that they're really into, you know, and regardless if it's good or bad, you know, just because, you know, you cool with that person, you tend to, um, you know, become a supporter, you know, or whatever. But this isn't the case because the shit is good. I'm not just blowing smoke up his ass or whatever because, um, you know, we, we, we cool and everything. It, it's good music. And I don't know why I'm doing an accent, but I don't know. Because, I mean, I don't listen to a lot of, you know, today's modern music, you know, modern hip hop or whatever. I don't listen to a lot of it because, I mean, some of it doesn't have substance. Banging ass beats, though. You got to have some banging ass beats. I mean, that's what gets you, man. The, the melodic tones this is what draws you in. I just listen to what's that fucking Cardi B song that would. Bodoc, yellow, or whatever the fuck, for the very first time yesterday. And I ain't gonna lie. As much as I hate Cardi B from, well, that love of hip hop show or whatever the fuck she was on, and you know, her attitude, personality, I, I can't stand the motherfucker. But I cannot lie to you. That song was hot. I like it. I downloaded it on my cellular device. So, I mean, if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. You know, so. Anyway, I got some things here. I actually took some notes down of some things that I want to talk about. Shocking, isn't it? Me taking notes. Some crazy shit. The world's coming to an end for real. It's supposed to happen on the 23rd of September, but um, guess we missed that train. <coughs> yeah, man. No Mercy was uh, the other weekend. And um, I just had a couple of things I wanted to touch on about it. You know, the Roman Reigns versus John Cena match. I really dug it. It was kind of weird at first because uh, Cena kind of reverted back to, you know, he used to, you know how he used to go. He used to get his ass stomped in the ground, majority of the match, and he would come back AA and win. You know, it kind of started off like that. And, you know, as far as... um him selling to Roman. It was a uh, reminiscent of the match that uh, Hogan had with Shawn Michaels when Shawn Michaels was doing all that crazy selling. You know, Hogan would hit him and he would fall down and roll across the ring and he would jump back up and sell all crazy like and shit like you flop around on the uh, on the mat like a fish. And Cena was kind of it, it kind of felt like that with Cena and Roman. You know, Roman would hit him and he would fall down all hard and shit or whatever. He was like really overselling the punches. But it was a couple of things that I noticed in that match. I don't know if my eyes was playing tricks on me or this is how I envisioned the match in my head rather than what was actually playing out on my television. Um, when Roman and Cena was uh, exchanging punches, I forget what portion of the match it was in, though. There was a point in time to where Cena threw a punch and Roman headbutted his fist, you know, kind of like to parry or block his punch because, you know, the Samoan trope in professional wrestling that Samoans have hard heads, you know, that's why they do a lot of head butts and everything, you know, but I thought that was pretty cool. Cause it was kind of like a, a fight scene in a movie or whatever. It was throwing punches back and forth and, um, Cena threw a, a punch and Roman, you know, kind of 
leaned into it and head butted his fist and Cena kind of like, you know, shook his hand like, ow, you know, it was very subtle. I, I, I enjoyed that a lot. And um, also Cena, man, talking about selling punches and everything. He punched Roman in the chest and, you know, you wear that vest, the chest protector or whatever. And Cena sold the punch like he, it was the same thing. He punched Roman in the vest and he shook his hand like, ouch, that hurt. <laughs> You know, and, and um, No Mercy was a pretty good pay-per-view. The women's match was awesome. And, you know, I don't really want to run down the whole card, but those two particular things I, I just wanted to bring up if um you missed them or you want to go back and look at that because I, I thought that was pretty cool. Also, my man from uh, last week, Sock Monkey Mike, he went to um, Monday Night Raw the following the No Mercy in uh, Ontario, California, not Canada, as he said. And, um... He got caught on camera on uh, live during Raw. It was um, the portion to when Braun Strowman ran uh, Kurt Hawkins through the LED board. And right after that, there was like a good solid two, three seconds. The camera was on Sock Monkey Mike. And I thought that was freaking awesome because, I mean, we talked about No Mercy leading up to the pay-per-view on the podcast. His episode aired the weekend of No Mercy. And then he was there live for Monday Night Raw right after No Mercy. And he got on TV and it was pretty cool. And um, you can go to my YouTube page right now. Just search on Random Rambles with Rob. We did a follow up interview um, on Tuesday after that Monday night there in uh, Ontario. And, you know, just to get his um, overall experiences and um, his reaction to his reaction being on live television. So that video interview is on the YouTube page. I'm tr- See, I'm working on it, man. It was a pain in the ass to get that video together because um, I guess, you know, using uh, o- OBS, <coughs> excuse me, on um, this laptop. I mean, it's, it runs well, but if you try to capture the video and audio, it looks like a Kung Fu movie. It's like, <laughs> like you can see my mouth and lips right now. You know, the words and um, the actual mouth movements don't match up because it's trying to process a lot of things. And like I said, this ain't a high end computer or nothing like that. But um, so what I wind up doing is just capturing the video from the Skype call and recording the audio separate. And then I just married them up together and everything. And it came out pretty good. I tried to add some other um, video effects and all kind of shit. But I was like, nah, this is good enough. It's like a 24 minute. Uh, video of uh, me and Mike talking about that Monday Night Raw and just all kinds of stuff. It's pretty cool. Check it out. It's on the YouTube page. See, man? Bring you that that content I was talking about. And um, what else? Do I have any? And that was it? Oh, man. I had something else, but I say that for another time. It wasn't really important. I was at work and um, homeless dude was breaking into people's houses and I guess it was in the house or something. I don't know. It's, I'll tell you about it later. Anyway, I want to get into this delightful interview. This glorious interview. This wonderful interview with my man, Sir John Lee, on this edition of the Random Ransom with Rob podcast. Guest that I had on the show you know, this week as we record um, was a... Uh, Cat on, I met on the internet, uh, Sock Monkey Mike. 
he's an avid professional wrestling fan and um he has uh, aspirations and dreams of being a professional uh broadcaster in the wrestling biz. So um uh, oh, he went to Monday Night Raw this past Monday and um when uh, Braun Strowman put uh what is his name Curtis Hawkins through the LED board the camera was on his face and they got a good shot of him. <laughs> Oh, he's famous. Yeah, so he 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 uh, <laughs> WWE famous. Hopefully, they put him in highlight packages now. Oh uh, yeah, like they did. Uh, what was the dude, the Undertaker guy? Yeah. In, uh, and then Brock Lesnar guy as well. Yeah. So um, I got him on the hooks and everything, and wanted to talk to him about his experience and everything. And uh, we talked about the um, picture. He got to meet a couple of uh, the wrestlers and everything. So- so it was pretty cool. And I just um, did a video test on my end, see if I can actually record video while I was doing the conversation. So I had to do it separate. It was kind of oh, no. weird because, like, I can record the video, but it was kind of laggy. Mm-hmm. So I did the audio separate from the goddamn uh, the video. And I had to marry that shit oh, okay. together. Which it, it'll, it'll still match up, though. Yeah, yeah. It was a headache trying to match that shit up. I'm trying to read my lips and put the words where they go. Oh, yeah, yeah. You probably next time make it easier just do a clap in like you're doing a movie or something. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Take one, go or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was that thinking about that because um, somebody I was looking at a tutorial or some shit and somebody said that. But uh, yeah, I didn't think about it then. But what was cool because um, we kind of got disconnected, and um, oh yeah, when I came back in proper, I was able to take that mark because I was like and go, and I can see you know I can match that up with the voice and shit. So I was cool. Oh yeah, look at me Perfect. sounding sophisticated and shit. <laughs> Getting into everything, man. You expanding the brand? Hell yeah, trying. About a- about to get a network uh, television deal soon. Oh shit! What man. else you got? Tales, <laughs> tales from Walmart. <laughs> man, for real. Hell, Walmart in the hood. I, I can do all that. Yeah, we can get down. But while you're bullshitting, I'm I'm damn. I'm working on it. I got um a couple of local Houstonites, uh, Houstonians, or uh, however the fuck they do the local Houston people names. Um, we're going to go to Walmart and do some interviews. Oh, dope. Yeah, so I got my house. So, like, it'll be like the, the podcast, but in Walmart. y'all walking through Walmart doing video. Exactly. You got a, a deal with them or something? Because, nah. like, out here, like, we try to film anywhere. They kick us out. I know it's probably more discreet, though, with you. You're doing uh, phone, right? Well, nah, I got my Canon. And my big ass road microphone on the top. <laughs> yeah, you got some kind of deal we don't know about. <laughs> Man, dog, you you just don't know. If I had a motherfucking I'm like, <laughs> shit, man. I mean, I mean, low key, they should cut you the check though. You're always in there. You always on the Instagram promoting them. That's free promo for them. Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't um, notice the little people. Even the mo- I go to the same Walmart damn near every day and they don't even recognize me most of the time. I was like, the only people that recognize me when I go in that Walmart is the goddamn Xfinity people and the goddamn Dish Network motherfuckers because they know they ain't about to sell me no shit. I was like, hey, I was just in this bitch yesterday and I don't want no goddamn upgrade my package. 
Oh man, I see those uh, those people in uh, yeah, even in Walmart, but Best Buy more so. Every time I'm in Best Buy, hey, uh, what cable provider do you have? I'll be like, no, nah, I don't, I don't do cable. I'm a cord cutter. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, okay. What kind of internet service do you have? <laughs> like, it's always, <laughs> yeah, it's always if they don't get you one, it's always something else. Uh, yeah, I mean, this how another dude came at me in the motherfucking Best Buy. He, same thing. He was just like, "Hey, who's your cable provider?" Whatever. I was like, "Nah, man, I, I don't do cable. I, 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 I just do. I just watch shit on Netflix." He's like, "Oh, you got that Cody?" Do-? He's like, "You got that Cody dog?" I was like, "What? What you talking about?" You know, trying to play dumb. He's like, "Yeah, man, you hook up that Fire Stick, man. I could do that for you for the low." <laughs> Damn. He, he, okay, he's a hustler. Yeah, he he's he got a, multiple ways. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was hip to the game or whatever. I'm trying to get him on the show because he's no longer employed by Best Buy because he was trying to do a side. That's dope. Great, more so with uh the way we stream stuff. Yeah. So it, even the the dish thing is like Netflix. The first thing you uh when you turn it on, it's my my videos, my movies, and all that stuff, and you go through the menus and it's all set up like netflix now yeah yeah even so, um because we gotta got, evolve yeah we even got xfinity or whatever and um the box that they give you now is um you can even log into your accounts on that box so like you can see on demand that comes regular with xfinity then you'll see movies that'll pop up mm-hmm. for netflix and if you click on them shits it'll just ask you to log in with your um account password and shit you can watch Netflix straight from your um, Xfinity box oh dang that's dope and also doesn't uh, like aren't all the TV well the cable networks aren't they all like pretty much doing their own streaming services now somewhat I mean like ABC like HBO Go HBO Showtime Stars NBC ABC CW, all them motherfuckers got a little something. Fox, FX. Now, how they could... Now, all somebody has to do to take advantage in the cable, you know, realm is, like, have a flat rate to get pretty much all those streaming services in one. Yeah. And I know it sounds like going back to just cable, but, like, they got Netflix, Hulu, HBO Go, Showtime, some other stuff in, like, a bundle package or something. I think people would go for that. Yeah. And then um, from what I understand, I haven't researched it myself, but a lot of people told me about it. Uh, Slingbox is like that. Oh, yeah. Sling, just, sling, yeah. Yeah, you can just pick the channels and the shit that you want, and, you know, you just pay for that. I had it for a while. That's how I used to watch Raw. And then they made uh, that channel only, ava- only available through uh, their premium service. That's how they so, get you, man. I was like, I was like, nah. Back to the uh, the uh, Fox. Was it Fox Sports Stream? Yeah, live <laughs> stream. Yeah, That's just the- incriminated myself. Oh, well, whatever. I didn't make the leak. I, I, I bleep it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, man, we talk about all this other irrelevant shit. You got a new project coming up, don't you? Hell yes. Excited as hell about it. Um, I had a date before, I know, but um, I had to push it back because the rollout for this one had to be right. Because the other, the other projects I put out, you know, it was kind of undetected. 
Yeah. Like if you didn't know me or um, no. I just didn't tell you or whatever, you would never know I was a rapper. Yeah. So, so this time around, I'm trying to, I got, well, I got with a few people and they, you know, showing me the right way to properly, you know, put it out so I could get a few more ears, more exposure and all that. So I had to push it back. Original date was September 22, if I believe. Yeah. If I'm correct. Because I tried September to get you to put it out on the 19th. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, so um, this time it's October 27th. And this is the final dead date. The album submitted. It's already with iTunes and Spotify and all that. Just got to wait for the release date. I'm going to have the uh, the pre-order available soon. Yeah. I was uh, actually, Friday. This Friday? This Friday, pre-order and a new song with oh. it. So. Oh, shit. See, now, um, I know we in the age of digital and, you know, Click snap your shit is on the internet and shout out around the world or whatever. But for this, uh, what is is this going to be an LP? This is an LP. Is there going to be a physical copy? There is a physical copy. Oh um, yeah. <laughs> there is. You have to. You have to order it through Amazon. But I, I'm a. I'm a. Um. I'm getting it. I'm gonna get a, a few, like. Just to do something special, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, a few copies of my own printed, because yeah. I don't really like their. Uh, I'm giving away too much like secret stuff that I <laughs> don't really talk about, but I don't really like the way they, you know, it, it's a it's a printing issue. It has nothing to do with the quality of music. It's just a uh, how they put out the cases, the cover, and all that kind of shit. Yeah. yeah, the cases. Yeah, so. Um, but yeah, ordering from there by all means, like, but I'm gonna definitely have some, uh, special edition versions. Yeah, yeah, cause I'm, you know, I'm just trying to get me a copy of autograph Oh, just to properly pack it back in. If you can get the right creases, it'll be all little stuff and all that. Yeah, yeah. I can remember reading that damn, uh, the lyrics to fucking, what's that boy's name? So I'll make love to you. I was in there reading it oh, on pamphlet. <laughs> Man, it felt like a, a Jehovah's Witness pant, but how long it was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because I mean, but it, was, yeah, it was the same thing like with, um, I got in contact with Zyme not too long ago. I was like, hey man, is there a way I can get a physical copy of Palm Trees and Lemonade? Because uh, I just want to have a physical copy, maybe have you autograph it or whatever. He's like, nah, man, I ain't got none of those. I'm going to have to make a special order and do this and this. And I was like, no, 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 no. It's not even that serious. I thought you might have had some laying around. I can go to CD Baby or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's they make that. I mean, actually, it's not that expensive to do, but it's just not as accessible yeah. uh, as it used to be. So... But um, luckily, through my distributor, they have a deal with Amazon, so um, there's physicals available. You just gotta order it online still. <laughs> so I'm gonna have. To, I mean, so what? So what I'm gonna have to do is I'm gonna have to go on Amazon. I'm gonna have to order the shit. I'm gonna have to get it mailed to your house so you can sign it. Then I'm gonna have to pay you like an extra two bucks so you can mail it back to me. <laughs> 
Pretty much. I mean, that's the route you want to go. <laughs> Pretty much. Or I could just, um, or but, I could, or um, I could just use my secret Walmart uh, deal, and I can come the way you are and just get it from you. <laughs> oh yeah, use that. Secret. Actually, I'm having a listening party too. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, yeah, I seen it. The flyer from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, dang, I wish you could come out here, man. That would be dope. Man, Since, um, you are featured on the album. Man, I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just like I appreciate it, dude, for even thinking of me or whatever. Just to do, you know, the little bit of peace that I did on your masterpiece, peace on the masterpiece. <laughs> man, like, uh, and you haven't even. I haven't sent. By the way, listeners, I haven't sent him the the finished version of that. Yeah. So he he has no idea. <laughs> I have no clue whatsoever. All I know is it's attached yeah, to a, um, a joint called Finn. That's all I know. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you you killed it. <laughs> you brought some life to that um, that particular song. Like, you don't love that song. It's on that. I don't know if you remember uh, when you hit me up and he's like, is Digital Pyramid going to be on there? Yeah. And I was like, no, but I have a song that's like a, Something like uh, that. Sim, very similar to it. So, hey man, I placed you on that one. I'm, I'm, I appreciate that. Cause damn, I ain't gonna lie, man. I mean, so far, so far, and I told you this many times. Digital pyramids, digital pyramids is the my favorite song that you put out so far. Man, I, I'm hoping I could make another one your favorite, bro. It was, I'm not gassing up the album, but they. Like I just want to, uh, you know, advance and like to be better than I was, you know. Yeah, and I understand so. that, man. It's, it's just a part of being <laughs> doing anything. Pyramid. <laughs> huh? That's that man. Like you were saying, you just want to advance, man. And I was just like, it's, it's a part of anything that you do, man. If you're not doing it to progress or get better, I mean, why is you doing this shit? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. um yeah, so oh, the party it's gonna be uh, at Delicious Pizza in on Sunset in Hollywood, and uh, the actual Delicious Vinyl Record Label headquarters it's all in the same vicinity. They got like three buildings in the same spot. It's gonna be there. So if by somehow, <laughs> like if I, it was in my budget, I could get you out here or something, or I would love for you to come. That would be a dope surprise. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, like I said, man, I got I got to talk with my accountant down at Walmart, man. And I, we probably at Walmart. We probably tack on an extra two dollars to the um the, the clearance bin or something, so I can get some extra funds in. I don't know. We'll, we'll work it out. For sure. Yeah, for sure. But man, I mean, you, you're talking about this album. I'm already excited for it. Um. What was the man hours going into this thing or whatever? I know you uh, put out a couple of EPs. I mean, uh, yeah, EPs or whatever and everything. I mean, and I, I can imagine the hours that you put in on there. What, what's the total amount of hours that you put in on this CD? Um, it's crazy because when I first started working on it, I wasn't trying to necessarily make an album. I was just doing songs. Like I was just inspired. So 
so um, just looking back, I think I started freak. I think I started like November or December of last year. Oh shit! Yeah, and like, cause uh, my pops before he uh, you know got sick and passed on, um, he had um, bought, got me this uh, really dope mixing board. And I started recording demos just out of pure inspiration. I had some new equi- uh, equipment I was excited about. Yeah, just using. So I wanted it. to play with it, huh? Yeah, just yeah, just using it and everything. Yeah, and so like I started with uh, one song. It was a, a decent demo, and that ended up turning into another song that's actually on the album. Then I did like two more songs that turned into three more songs, start going back into the studio and uh, collabing with a few more artists. And I did more songs. Uh, um, people started asking me for features again. And then I was like, hey, why don't you hop on, you know, my project or whatever? Mm-hmm. You know, I started getting into the groove and mood of things. And I was like, hold up, this is a low key a project. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I thought it was going to be an EP, thought it was going to be only seven songs, but I just kept going and going. And, uh, I ended up with about, shoot, all together, almost 20 songs, but you know, it got cut down though. Only, uh, 13 out of that 20 made it. Okay. I'd say, you know, at 19, about 19, cause the other one was just an idea and ideas, all together with beats and ideas, just, you know, just playing around with stuff. It's probably over 30. So, God damn, started, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I was just, I was just inspired. And, you know, all the things that happened in between the time, losing my pops and all that stuff, getting married uh, last October. Um, you know, it's just, yeah, you know, life happens and get inspired by stuff and stuff pushes you to be creative. That's how it works for me at least. Um, and I just kept going. I actually ended up pushing out, let me see how many projects it'll be four projects probably this year that's coming out, uh, that I produced, uh, D rock, my homeboy, he has an EP out. I did my homeboy FYI's project. Got a few on my um, homegirl, Lady T. Um, I collabed a lot with my uh, homegirl, Ronnie. Like, so I was just in that whole time period. It was probably like all together, including mine, four projects that came out of that stint of uh, inspiration. So whatever I was working on, somebody hit me up, I would play on that. And then they'll vibe off of that. We'll come up with something else. And then also they'll contribute. They would uh, contrib- contribute to my project. So it was a process. So <laughs> it is yeah. a lot of hours. <clears throat> Excuse me. I can't really tell you how many. I just know we was in the, we was in the zone. So yeah. it didn't feel like I put in that much time. Yeah, I mean, you talk about you start, started like last November, whatever, it just started coming together and everything, man. And I'm just realizing, you know, you just kind of talking through the process, you know, um, with your father and you getting married and everything. And I was like, 
dog, I knew you through this time or whatever. Well, I didn't like know you, know you, but you know, we conversated within that time frame or whatever because I knew about you getting married and everything. I think we recorded like two or three times within that window and everything. Yeah. And it's just like crazy to see that, you know, this guy that I didn't even know a year ago, you know, and now he's doing all these things and it's like I'm just tracking the progression from Oh, you got a couple projects here to, you know, the the bless you joint and then um, just how all that even came together and just all the different projects I see you with your hands on or whatever, you know, different songs here, different um, artists there and everything. I was like, oh, man, it's been a year already. <laughs> yeah, for real. It doesn't it, it really doesn't feel that long at all. Like, it's just weird. It's like that time just went by. <laughs> and so much stuff happened like cause we cause we started um linking up a lot when like probably around June of 2016 something like that yeah or, or 15 or something like that probably a little before but yeah so it's just a lot of it's just a lot has happened pretty much yeah like I don't really I don't really notice it until like, you know, we get into conversations like this. I'm like, huh, wow, I did do a lot. Cause while I'm doing it, it's just, you know, you're in the zone, you're not really paying attention. So I'm just, I'm just glad I got something done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, I'm like, wow, I, I got something done. Yeah. With your project or whatever, man, you, you got 13 tracks out there. I mean, what, I mean, you said shit. You had damn near 30 that you put together, you know, in all. I mean, was it hard parting with them other tracks or whatever, man? That's what, like um, 16 tracks you had to part with. Not not as hard as I thought it would be. Because uh, originally it was probably like altogether 19 songs that, you know, were uh, intended for the project. Like some of them were other versions of the same song, okay. Which got verses swapped out or beats swapped out, stuff like that. So it's like three versions of one song, maybe, uh, and then a lot of instru- a lot of instrumentals that nobody's picked up <laughs> uh, that I played to him, and it's a. And it's like probably a solid three leftovers that I could probably use on another project. Um, but the rest, for the most part, it was like a, just a lot of ideas. A verse here over a beat, um, beat switch ups. Uh, I swapped the beat out for uh, like the fir- very first song I did was uh, actually the single that's going to drop with the pre-order. And uh, there was another version of it, and that was the first song I actually recorded when I got that uh, that mixer when I first started recording demos. And uh, the beat was totally different, chorus was totally different. Uh, there was another verse. Um, the concept was way different, but then it turned into this song eventually, because. Um, you know, like um, my wife, she's probably a, one of the biggest contributors to the project because she hears everything first. Yeah. And she'd be like, uh, I don't know about that beat. Or um, I don't like the way you rap that way. Like the verse is kind of weird. You should 
change your voice up. You already rapped like that before. You've used that cadence before. So it was, she was always challenging me to, you know, be better. And, you know, uh, working with a lot of artists, they would be like, oh, I want that beat. Yeah. You know, like, so I ended up giving away some of the beats. Um, so it was just, <laughs> it was a process. Uh, just looking back, it's like, I don't know how I got here to where it's a finished project, but it happened. So. Now, I remember you talking about, um, it was, it was a while back. I think when me, you had a solo interview before when we did like the little uh, wrestling junkies miniseries. Um, well, you, I think you were saying you enjoyed producing more than you actually, um, performing. Yeah. Uh, it's changed now. (laughs) (laughs) It's changed. It's all, it's all seasonal. Like, one season and season could be a day or whatever. I'm like, Oh man, this producing shit is fun. Like I'm just making beats, knocking them out, knocking them out. And then I'll get inspired and I'll just start writing. And then I'll get a show where, um, like I had a show at YouTube space a couple of months ago. And then it was my first time performing in probably a year or two. And I just felt, I felt comfortable again. I felt confident. And then I was like, ah, I kind of like being an artist again. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like it. So how'd that even come about, man? Because I remember you talking about it. uh, What, the YouTube Space performance? Yeah. Okay, so um, I have a friend. uh, He runs this. YouTube channel and it's uh he basically does music reviews uh I don't know if you've seen this video uh but the show is called is my shit tight so he'll take a song man hey that kind of sound like a porn man (laughs) (laughs) actually it's cool because I have one of the hats and my auntie's like you gonna wear that and I'm like yeah she's like what walking around with question mark is my shit tight or like but yeah that's the yeah, there but um it's a dope show though it's a really dope dope show so he he basically um he basically uh walks around goes up to random people playing them the song on his speaker and asking them what you think about the song oh this is whack this is trash and he goes to the next person oh i actually like that it's a it's just a pretty much easy way to get feedback for artists. And um, so with his YouTube channel getting big, bigger, he was able to um, unlock YouTube space. And uh, there you could do anything you want. They open up their uh, um, campus for uh, YouTube creators, content creators for YouTube and they could do whatever they want. They have like sound stages and all that stuff. So he uh, put together a, a show with the, with the uh, few artists that uh, he reviewed their music on. So um, I was able to go to YouTube space, record there. It was some cool people there. And uh, I think that episode should be coming out soon. I'm not sure how far he is with the production of it. 
Yeah, I'm looking at this channel now. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a really dope channel. Right. See, that's why I like talking to people, man. It's just like get you on these podcasts and everything and they, you hit me to some new shit. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely binge watch through. You could discover so many new artists on there, man. That's a really good show. He also does like there's this episode, my personal favorite, he reviewed 444 and Marcy Projects, bro. Like he went to Jay-Z's old neighborhood and reviewed 444 and uh it, it was it's just really dope it's kind of it's weird because it has that you know how you watch something and you just feel like it's a triumphant moment like uh like when daniel bryan won at wrestlemania you yeah. feel like you're a part of that like it felt like that that episode is really good that's what's up i'm gonna, say, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna find it i need to bookmark it <laughs> yeah definitely yeah now, damn! Out of the ones that you narrowed down for the for the LP, um, which one is your favorite? Or couple? I'll give you two. Which two you you feel the most close to? Oh man, I really love Finn. That's the song you're on. Uh, cause it ah, oh, it's just dope. I love the uh the beat the music behind it and uh the way i approach the song is really dope uh i can't really explain too much without giving it away it is really dope but it's on the in that within the same vein as digital pyramids um another song i probably have to say bless you just because yeah. it's the, the song that kind of you know got people attention it, that song worked really well. I mean, it didn't give me a Grammy or anything, <laughs> nowhere near that yet, but I'd say that's the song that just opened up the the floodgates for me. More people were looking for my production after that. Um, I got invited to some studio sessions that I just feel like I didn't deserve to be there, but <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> some really dope studio sessions. But um, yeah, that song just opened up a lot of doors for me. So I'd have to say that song. Is it, bless you. So thin and bless you. Is the remix gonna be on there? No, the remix isn't. The remix isn't. But like them boys on um hashtag blackout pod, they they really enjoyed that shit, man. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Good looking on that. That was fun. Their, their podcast is hilarious, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like them dudes I, I i think out of all the shows that i listen to i think i interact with theirs the most because i'm always calling and leaving them voicemails <laughs> yeah they played they played wood when i was on there i was cracking up dude yeah i was telling them to rub rub that uh that that uh barbecue spices they got over them hooks rubs and spices on their neck and chest <laughs> Man, yeah, so so, all right. You got the two that you you holding close to your chest, the ones that you um you feel more close to. Now, whenever this thing go public, when it get out to all the ears and everything, which one? Which one? Well, I'll give you two again. Which two tracks you think everybody will gravitate toward? Um, 
okay, so we're going to take bless you out this equation. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm, that's a good question. Huh. I got to go listen, look, to, look through the track list again. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. I don't know. Let me look through the track list. I'm about to cheat. Typing in the cheat codes. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, I'd say probably there's this track called No Nine to Five. They probably super relate to that song. Okay. What uh, what, what is it about? I mean, title says some of it, but you know, from the horse's mouth. I mean, what is it about? So it's. Have you seen Insecure? The what? The TV show? Yeah, the TV show. I've heard of it. Never seen it. Okay, well, uh, to explain it to you, it's an average, uh, very uh, awkward black girl, and they follow her through the whole show. And uh, there's moments where she's about to do something that scares her, being you know very socially awkward and all that. So she goes in front of the mirror and raps and like to build her confidence up. And she's standing in front of the mirror talking all kind of shit, like just going after who she doesn't like at the moment. Like that's this person. Oh, you want to talk? You know, it's very corny. Yeah. Um, but that's basically what this song is. It's me in front of the mirror trying to hype myself up into quitting my job or, you know, going off on that person that uh, pissed me off and I'm just letting it all out. It's like a, almost like a confessional in a way. You're just putting yeah. everything out, out there. And that's how I open up the album. Oh, so no nine to five. And I got a lot of lines that on that song that people can relate to. Um, dang. So that's one. And the last, one I is the last the last song crowd I'd say because it's very relatable. Um, that song is basically about you know making my mom and pops proud. That's all, and everybody wants to make their parents proud. Yeah, so that's what's up, man. Uh, I, you, did you structure it like that or whatever? Because like you're talking, you just uh, said that these are the two tracks. That you feel people will be, you know, more grab would gravitate more toward, and they at the beginning of the CD and at the end of the CD. So it's kind of like, oh, uh, you got me hooked in the beginning, then I'm gonna wade through everything, get a feel for it, and that, right at the end, I was like, oh yeah, this is this is bomb. <laughs> yeah, I try to structure it uh, to where it never ends, like it's like a never ending ride for you. Uh, like to reference wrestling, like some of the best matches where you feel like it's never going to end. Like I'd say Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. Hell yeah. Uh, the first one, the first one at WrestleMania. I wanted to, to make sure that the listener never gets lost. Like it's never like trying to get up and take a bathroom break or skipping a song. I try to structure it to where it keeps the interest like an instant and it's and it's paced very similar to a wrestling match 
So I start off very. It starts off, yeah, collar you know, and filling elbow. things out, <laughs> huh? A little collar and elbow. <laughs> yeah, filling things out, testing out the opponent, and then, then out of nowhere, I, I hit a finisher, <laughs> like when the first five minutes of the of the match, <laughs> and then I go for the pin, it kicks out, it slows down a little bit, then it picks back up out of nowhere, you're going at it like. You know, I pace it like that, so it's very it's a ride, man. It's a roller coaster ride. It is a story. So uh when you hear it, you're gonna see what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm dog just you talking about it, you know, just how, you know, the you know, just the path that, you know, led you to this you know, this end here, man. I'm just like I'm excited to hear the album too. I'm just Especially because I'm, I'm, I got a speaking role on it a little bit, a little, little speaking role. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, I, yours I, come out of nowhere. Yours is like RKO out of nowhere. Dude. Like it's, it's really gonna throw people off. <laughs> shit, it's gonna throw me off because I was just like, because I, I, I even told you when I submitted you to stuff, man. I was just sitting there. It's like, because I, I, I felt, I felt pressure on me because I mean, you asked me to do something for you, you know, whatever. And I was just like. Uh, what the fuck I'm gonna say, man? Uh, I don't even. He didn't even give me any direction. You just, you just like say some stuff, and I was like, ah, uh, do I talk about cinnamon rolls? What the fuck I'm gonna say? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect though. Yeah, because it uh, was perfect, man. Because I'm not gonna even say too much of what I said because I don't want to spoil it for nobody else. But yeah, man, it's just like. I don't know. It's just like I I I, I sent it in four different. It was four different things that I wind up putting together in one track, and then I put them together out of order because I wasn't paying attention. But I know you reordered and swapped them however you felt needed to be, and I was just like, yeah. I know I said it a couple times on the po- podcast because like the first time I heard Sir John Lee, I was like, what? I said Did this motherfucker think he royalty? This he's regal or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches doing curtsies and shit. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, man, I, I really enjoyed it or whatever. Especially when I, you know, you told me that you found a place for it or whatever. And that was like my only concern. It's just like, all right, he asked me to do this, and then he wind up not really needing it, or it didn't really fit into what he was trying to do or whatever. So. I was just like, ah, it is what it is. I, I did what I had. Yeah, to do. <laughs> it was cool because you gave me so much, so I was able to fit it in on any song, like any concept. Pretty much, there was like so much you gave me, so like it worked out. When you hear it, you're gonna be like, oh, yeah. 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 And then so, like I told cool. I told my wife about it, or whatever. I was just like, yeah, um, one of the guys that I had on my show, you know, he putting the album out. And he asked me to be on it. Now, me and Miss B-Rob had discussions of us putting out a mixtape, just bullshitting or whatever, because we would always be in the car listening to music and somebody be on there talking about hamadipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipipip
So yeah. when I told her that you, you know, approached me for the project and I was going to be on the CD, she thought I was going to be on the CD rapping. <laughs> <laughs> so what did she say? No, so I, like she didn't come out with it like that. Like, you know, so you're going to be rapping or whatever. No, I just like she just assumed that. So every now and then, because like I didn't understand why she was asking me this, but every now and then she would check in with me. She'd be like, um, you've been writing down your verses. So I'm thinking she's just joking with me from the bullshit that we were talking about doing the mixtape. I was like, oh, yeah, man. And I'm just no selling it. I was like, yeah, man, I, I've been writing all kinds of stuff down. This is going to be a hot mixtape <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And, um, the whole time she really thought I was going to be spitting bars on your motherfucking project. So <laughs> one day she was like, well, it's the 19th. Um, did you submit all your, um, your raps and everything? I was like, what are you talking about? I thought she was going to be on the dude CD rapping. I was like, no. He asked me to do like an interlude or something like a skit. I had to say words and stuff. I ain't rapping. <laughs> She's like, oh, I thought you was going to be rapping on somebody's CD. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's a dope story. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I just I couldn't figure it out, man, because it was like just about every week she was like, you've been writing your raps down? I was like, yeah, I, yeah, I've been writing some stuff down. I got some beats and everything, you know. <laughs> and uh, like just to fuck. Oh, with. that's a not to cut you off yeah, or yeah. change the subject. I do have like when you ask for a beat, I really have a beat. Oh, uh, I just haven't sent it to you yet. I really have a beat for sure. I wasn't playing. Okay, because I've been jamming last ride. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, on, on that uh, beat tape, huh? Yeah, yeah. respiratory care. Is he? Yeah, like, that. Now with the respiratory, oh, with the respiratory care, um, you know, CD that you put out, um, it's just purely beats and everything. Like I went through it the first time, you know, because you know, bless you came out, and then you know, me and you got in the conversation about you making music and producing and everything. So you know, I jumped on iTunes and I just started listening to whatever you had available on there so I, you know that's how I found Digital Pyramids uh, what is it uh, She and all those other songs audio, Audiophobia and all that cool stuff so I started listening to the Respiratory Care and I was like I didn't know it was a mix, uh, beat CD so I was like damn man this is a fucking long ass CD so you get to playing it I was like oh alright it's beats so I'm listening to it the very first time I just kind of breezed through it then I started noticing the titles. I was like, Last Ride. It's a motherfucking Undertaker. It's finishing move. And then um, I get down and I'm listening to some of the samples you use. You know, the motherfucker's talking about the British Bulldog. She's like, oh, shit. He damn <laughs> incorporated a whole bunch of wrestling stuff into here. And then I actually, you know, really look at some of the titles and everything like therapy, you know, intensive care unit. The freaking uh, steroids and some words that I can't even pronounce. Uh, steroids and potassium. Yeah, side effects, all that stuff. And I was just like, yeah, this. I remember the time that you told me that you almost fucking died. <laughs> so damn. Yeah. When you got in, when you had your accident or whatever, and I was just like, oh shit, this kind of like all these titles tie into probably some of the shit that he went through. When he was damn going through recovery and all this junk. 
Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. That's exactly what it was. And I was like, oh, man, yeah. I, said that, I, said, like, I thought it was cool how you put all that together because it was talking about the intensive care unit, uh, the freaking uh, nurses' aides and shit and um, all kind of stuff related to, you know, what happened to you and everything. I was like, ah, I put it together. I'm smart now. <laughs> yeah, like, it is crazy because there is two nurses I reference on there. Those are really my nurses, Nurse Brett and Nurse Patty. I'll never forget them. <laughs> like, um, it, it is because one was named after Bret Hart, mm-hmm. the nurse Bret, and then Patty, like Patty Mandage from uh, Doug. Doug. And that's what I was really into at the time. I was a kid, you know, so I was really into that. So I'll never forget those two nurses. And, like, basically, the, ref- the wrestling references are, you know, that's what I was watching all while I was in there. And if you notice, it's more so like a jazz fusion. Mm-hmm. Uh, hip hop type of thing, like very jazzy, is because like it's wind instruments. Those uh, that genre's got a lot of horns and all that stuff. So I utilize a lot of wind instruments, hence references to asthma yeah. and all that. So it it was very. I pray I probably say it's my more calculated project, yeah, more. Yeah, because you just opened you know, up, you just opened up a whole nother layer of shit to me. Because I didn't even think about that shit just now, man. Fucking wind instruments because it couldn't breathe the asthma and all that. I was like, man, look at you, man, motherfucking Mozart and shit, Albert Einstein, smart ass motherfucker. You, nah, I just, I just think a lot, bro. That's, I'm not, I don't like the that term genius. I think everybody's a genius. Like you just gotta pay attention to yourself and really tap into it, I guess. But I just was, because like at that point I had really bad writer's block. Also went through some like very, a very depressive run. Like summer 2015 was not a good year for me. It wasn't a good season at all. Uh, it's after I dropped Melancholy. No, no, no. Actually, I'm sorry, because they dropped on the same day. It's actually, I had Melancholy done, but I didn't want to drop it anymore because I was so depressed. Yeah. And, like, Melancholy is, like, it was done, like, a year and some months before I put it out. And um, I stopped making beats and stuff. I just, yeah, it was a weird time for me. And, um... Like eventually, I pulled myself on it out of it. First thing I started doing was chopping up jazz samples, and then I started remembering about that time when I was a kid, you know, dealing with asthma a lot. Man, it brought me back to, you know, wrestling, yeah, and all that stuff. So, you know, that project really got me back into the groove of things. And then uh, Melancholy, like Melancholy, I I really hate that project. It's so depressing. <laughs> like, it's really. <laughs> man, you. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Man, it, that, that's a good EP, dude. This is just solid. I like it a lot. Especially Digital Pyramids. I can't say it enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Digital Pyramids is really dope. I'm not gonna front. Like it, it was. It had a really good intro and everything. And yes, the, the the bass is just like it's just epic in my van, <laughs> riding with my big ass red van. I call oh it, yeah, I call it the big red machine. 
Oh man, Kane, the greatest, the greatest debut ever. Yeah, ever. <laughs> we had that debate before, but <laughs> yeah, he, he he is the greatest deb- debut ever. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that. Um, but yeah, uh, respiratory care definitely brought me back to music. If there was, if I didn't do that project, you probably wouldn't have, you know, all the stuff I'm doing now. You wouldn't have bless you. You wouldn't have any of this. So you got to give that beat tape. I know it's a beat tape, but I give that beat tape a lot of credit to, you know, bringing me back. Like I could still do it. I could do this. Yeah, and that's pulling me out of that dark and, space. And that's when that's where it comes in, like how you was talking about the writer's block. Is when you have the, you have like this dual mode, man. You can just all right. Uh, I'm not really feeling the writing thing today. Click. Let me switch over to beat mode and start working on beats and shit. And then by the time you probably yeah. run through that whole process of making uh producing beats and uh, working with other artists, click. All right, I'm back in um artist mode now. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's so weird. It's um, it's one of those things. Like, what do you, well, what do you want to do? Like, uh, you know how like you um, I don't know if this you you've experienced this, but you like me, I'm indecisive about what I want to eat all the time, and usually oh, they boy. say women do that. Like, I don't know if you ever been your, with your uh wife and y'all like, okay, what every are we day. eating? And she like every day. <laughs> Every day. Yeah. So, like, for me, with producing and rapping, it's like, so what do you want to do? Uh, I don't know. Uh, and then you narrow down the choices. So do you want uh, Chipotle or do you want... I had Chipotle um, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Do you want Chipotle or Chinese uh, Panda Express? And then one day you just say, you know what? I want to do a little both. I want that's how I am. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes, pretty much. Just damn go to Panda Express and bring it to Chipotle. Be like, put this shit in the burrito. <laughs> <laughs> put this shit. <laughs> yeah, bro, it, it, it gets like that sometimes. Uh, it's crazy because right now and I haven't because I'm in a. Uh, you know, the, um, the promoting mode or, you know, getting stuff, you know, the business surrounding the project done. So I haven't made beats in like mm, a month. I haven't written anything in them. I actually wrote something yesterday though. I'm like, but before that I haven't written anything. So, you know, I guess this is a break period while I'm rolling out this project. Yeah. Well, man, it's just like, oh, man, I've been noticing a lot of the promotion that you're doing for the album. I mean, you got the listening part. I said pardon, <laughs> party um, <laughs> coming up and everything. Um, pre-order going to be out Friday as we record this. Um, I've been seeing the pictures, man. Is is that um your boy over at what was that? Uh, he didn't change it from photo life to what now? <laughs> Uh, Hema, Hema. Yeah. His image, image his my image, angles. my, my angle. Yeah. 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 So, like, there's 
primarily two photographers I work with. One, my boy, uh, he used to be a rapper, actually. He he was in with me in the Orange Juice video. He did the <laughs> second verse. He, and then he just got out of it and started doing photography. So that's him. Uh, I, I do a lot with him. And then uh, the guy who um, was the art director for... Um, the actual album artwork and all that stuff. Uh, Barrington, uh, he's super dope too. Um, I don't know if you're not, if you're following him already, but if you're not following him as well on, uh, Instagram. But, uh, yeah, the, those are primarily two guys I work with. They have their, you know, both distinct styles. You know, I, I tend to use, uh, link up with Barrington for the, the album artworks and all that. And then I usually use, um, Hema now to roll out, you know, just to get a bunch of dope angles and dope pictures. You know, I could post on Instagram with some dope, uh, sayings or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, who, who did the artwork for like your, um, your promo stuff, like your flyers and all that stuff? Cause that looked pretty good. I, it, it's like they took the um, actual album cover that you're using and kind of like, uh, did like a cartoon stylish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, that was, um, this young lady I met through on Pinterest. I, um, Cause I'm a, I'm a graphic designer as well. Well, I went to school for it. I never like, I'm, I'm trying not to do it anymore though, but, um, just certain things you have to act help for. Yeah. You can't do everything yourself. You got to pass the ball. Um, so like I met her on Pinterest. I can't remember her name right now. She doesn't have an Instagram or anything. Like she's like blackout on the internet. You can only find her on Pinterest. I'll send you the, link to her Pinterest and all that. So people could check her out. She's really dope. She's from Australia. And I, I linked up with her. She does. She did the, um, the flyer for the, uh, the party. For sure. Now that gone before we ride off into that good night or whatever, man. Um, if you can, well, shit, man. I mean, I don't know what I was about to say, but damn, tell people how you really feel about this project, man. Uh, when it's coming out, where they can get it, you know, the normal plugs. You've you done this shit before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's coming out October 27th. That's a Friday. Um, you're going to be able to get it on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, um, there's physical copies you could, uh, grab from Amazon. Um, so there's no excuse. If you have a Samsung, you can stream it on Google Play. If you want to, you know, keep it black owned, you can listen to it on Tidal. You can listen on Spotify if you don't have that. You can listen on iTunes, Apple Music. And then, uh, even then, if you don't want to use those platforms, it'll be on YouTube. You can just type in Sir John Lee. He eats with wolves. It'll be there. Um, Either way, uh, those plays help support me to keep doing this. So um, you'll be able to listen to it on all those platforms. Uh, the Like I said, the pre-order is coming out this Friday, which is September 28th, I believe. No, tomorrow's the 28th, right? so the 29th. The 29th. 
Oh, well, I lied because it's the 28th. The pre-order is on the 28th. So tomorrow. September 28th. Yeah, tomorrow. Shit, I'm be sitting um, here till midnight be like, all right, pre-order and now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the next single will be available with that as well, uh, which is Hollywood. Um, and I have a few videos. I have three videos that uh, just finished up. And they'll be rolling out accordingly. Um I don't have a, a date for those yet, just yet, but they'll be rolling out accordingly. So just keep a eye out for it. And what, what was the other question? Like, how do I feel about the album? Yes, sir. Um, I'm just glad I did an album. Like, it just feels good to be able to, you know, uh, what do they, the kids say now? Speak my truth or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, what does the thing be saying? Like, it just feels good to be able to have a point of view, an opinion about something, anything. You know, I'm not really preaching or anything too much on it. I'm just telling my story, my side of the story. Um, just my point of view being a shelter kid from Compton. Um, all the little nerdy things, and just showing that Compton isn't what you see on TV, actually it's a suburb. So, and like I said on the, uh, the blackout podcast, uh, when I did the show with them, it's like Forrest Gump was in boys in the hood or Mr. Bean or something like that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a very different perspective. Like it's very relatable. It's normal. It's, it's, it's for the everyday person. Like, uh, I'd say it's the, if I'm the mankind of hip hop, I'm Mick Foley. I'm the regular guy. I don't look all superstar. I ain't fancy or none of that. Like I'm just a regular person and it's a regular story. So very interesting, very interesting movie. If we went that route, it's a, it'd be a romantic comedy. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, um, yeah, just check it out if you feel like it. If you don't, you'll hear about it later. So, yeah, that's my two cents. All right, put that in the bank. Well, man, I appreciate you coming here and sharing this time with me, talking about your new LP, not an EP. He eats with wolves, coming out October twenty seventh. Yes, and that. That date is set in stone. Stone, it's gospel. It ain't changing no more. The album submitted already. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't changing no more. All right. And also, where where else on the interwebs can they find you? I mean, I know, but you got to tell everybody else still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could uh, find me on Twitter at Sir John Lee. That's S I R J O N L E E. On Instagram, Sir John Lee. Same thing. On Facebook, Sir John Lee. You can also um, check out the brand that, um, you know, pretty much supports the album and everything, Court of Wolves. Mm-hmm. Hence, he eats with wolves. Yeah. So you can go to www.courtofwolves.com. We got a lot of merch up there. There's going to be some uh, new merch for the album that comes along with it. So be on the lookout for that. I so still, uh, I still need to get that all yeah. red hat. <laughs> Oh yeah, that red hat. 
Once again, I can't say thank you enough, dude. Um, thank you. Nah, thank you. Thank you, man. For yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you for giving me an opportunity. Thank you for putting out good quality music that I can understand. Oh, what, what, what do you say? Is uh, <laughs> audio clarity? <laughs> Audible clarity. Audible clarity. Audible clarity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But all right. And we're out. Bless. <laughs> All right, man, this will be up Sunday. And that's it. We have reached the end, the end of another awesome episode with an awesome guest, a talentedly awesome guest. You know, I just like talking with John Lee about his, his passion for the music and everything and just how, you know, things come together for him and, um, you know, just his overall products, man. Get on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. I said Stitcher. <laughs> we ain't podcasting. We're not talking about the wrestling junkies. Uh, you know, title, all those places. His music is there. Um, download that melancholy, uh, EP that he was, uh, talking about. You know, he said he didn't, uh, think it reached its full potential. I love that shit. Digital pyramids. Love that song. And, um, since we at the end, we we have a musical guest. We're going to play some of John Lee music because uh, what today's Friday as I record this Thursday on I'm trying to give you dates because it's going to be archived one day. You're going to be like Thursday when what Thursday, September 29th. Um, he released his first single. Well, not his first single because I think Bless You was his first single. Anyway, just besides the point, he, he released his latest single from the album He Eats with Wolves and it's called Hollywood. It's a nice, vibey track and I'm going to play it here at the end of um, when I finish running my goddamn mouth in the bonus content section of the show. And also, since I love Digital Pyramid so much, I know I done played it on the show before. I'm going to play that again. So you're going to get two bonus content tracks from Sir John Lee. One being Hollywood off his up and coming album. He eats with wolves. I got to say it more than once so you can get it stuck in your brain. And you know that on October 27th, you need to go on iTunes, Spotify, Tidal and wherever else you download music and download Sir John Lee's album. October 27, 2017. He eats with wolves. Download that shit. $5, man. It's $5. You spend more than that on some bullshit every day. So, hook your man up. Support the calls. I mean, because you about to hear Hollywood and Digital Pyramids and you're going to be like, what? That's some good shit. I need more of that, baby. You got some more of them tracks, Sir John Lee? <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man. Anyway, um, coming up next week, uh, interview I've been trying to get for a long time. Um, I thought it was going to be more of a, of a wrestling talk segment because I met him through the RBR Weekly Wrestling Talk podcast. It's a Turk the Marine guy is uh, what they called him on the show. And um, being the fact that he was a Marine, um, I wanted to talk to him. And, you know, I was going to try to relate it because, hey, man, we met through RBR. We're going to talk about wrestling, what got you on and everything. But it was a completely different interview than what I envisioned it to be. And it's very riveting. Um, pulls at the heartstrings because, I mean, he has a lot of relatable things that he talks about that, you know, I can, I, 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 I'm remixing it, uh, that I can uh, relate to, you know, and um, hit kind of close to home some of the stuff that he was bringing up. And, I mean, by far one of the um, more um, not as silly <laughs> interviews that you will hear on the show, but it's really good. I like it. You, I think you enjoy it. I mean, you get uh, a peek and um, behind the curtain at some things. And, you know, I'm not trying to spoil it for you. But anyway, let's go and get on out of here so I can get this posted. You can listen to this. And by the time another episode roll around, it'd be another week pass. We'd be closer to episode 100. We here right now at episode 91. So, man, it, we we rolling. That's uh, I said on episode 90, we got 10 weeks left. We got nine weeks left as this releases. So, yeah. But we could talk more about that on Twitter because you can follow me there if you want to talk professional wrestling and other general shenanigans at it's B-Rob. That's I-T-S-B-R-O-B. The show also has a Twitter account recently changed to 3R Show. So it's short and sweet to the point, baby. You like it? I also have a website called randomrobcast.com to where you can go and check out different ways to contribute to the show and help me upgrade my computers, <laughs> you know, so I can give you that uh, flawless video content and uh, everything like I'm trying to deliver here most recently. Uh, so you can go to randomrobcast.com and find out ways you can contribute to the show. You can donate monetarily through the patron account uh just like brandon mcintyre and glenn abbott who i appreciate all so much um you can also buy merchandise i have t-shirts and things of that nature um amazon links you can click on the amazon links it'll take you to amazon you shop like you normally do which i feel like a dick right now because i bought some shit off of amazon less than an hour ago and i didn't use my own motherfucking links because i mean shit i can use my links too but anyway use the amazon link take it to amazon you shop you don't spend nothing extra i get a little kickback from you using my links and also you can get a 30-day trial of amazon prime for 30 days if you click on that link on randomrobcast.com Oh, you can follow me on Instagram where you can see me walking around Walmart and uh, doing all matter of things unto pertaining. Marines uh, know what I'm talking about when I say those words in that sequence. <sighs> That's it, man. I'm done running my suck. Stay tuned. You're about to hear Hollywood off of 
He Eats With Wolves by Sir John Lee coming out October 27th. Download that shit. It's only $5. It ain't even $5. It's $4.99. <laughs> you ain't paying no taxes on that shit. So um, here we go, man. I said enough. I done ran my mouth. And I'll see you next time. Bonus content.